Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This meeting is being recorded. Oh my God, she got a new voice. Whoa. She got a new voice. Your microphone sounds really scratchy. It's because I now is it better? No. Oh. This is oh, you know what? It's probably because to cut this, but this sound. <laughs> Tell me everything. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles: the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> this meeting is being recorded. Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armel. And I'm Molly Molshine. And we have an episode for you today that's as short as Kourtney Kardashian's wedding dress. How about that? Hey-o! hundred percent we just like we needed to do a quick check and molly's got a wedding in belfast and uh we've got a big week belfast. ahead so we just well now i call it bell slow because of the coffee conundrum there but um bell slow is actually yeah. perfect this past weekend Courtney kardashian had her wedding in portofino italy uh she wore a party city by way of dolce and gabbana short tiny tiny corseted wedding dress party city by way of dolce and gabbana is fucking perfect yeah it is very it is very well that's what i don't understand about all of their looks tell me tell the people more if they miss it but like it does look cheap to me okay so there are so many different angles through which you can approach this wedding first of all it's a branding event. I mean, Dolce and Gabbana, they 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 haven't used the word sponsored. They said that they hosted the wedding. So that could be anything from provided a venue to just had a handshake to dressed every single person. I mean, every single person in the Kardashian Barker wedding party was in Dolce and Gabbana. So, and the, 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 the altar was this sort of makeshift Catholic thing, even though they're not Catholic, but Travis is to give him the credit. Like he's not really, you know, but so yeah, it's, it's like, this is the first question. This is their third wedding and it happens to be the most spectacular. So it seems like it's the most legit, but is it also just one giant Dolce and Gabbana ad? You don't know. Whatever the specific answer to that question is to me, this is like Courtney's answer to Kim's Humphrey's wedding, which was like a huge sort of media. Like that was, even if they didn't mean for it to be, that was a TV wedding. I feel like this in the same vein is a fashion wedding like okay they they meant for that to be a tv wedding and this was an instagram wedding yeah right 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 okay so yeah i i don't know what medium it's for but it's like to me it was in the same vein of like oh this is like a theater wedding and 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 also the last one was like a 
tabloid wedding. Like they had the exclusive photos going to probably us weekly. I don't remember who exactly, but you know, I don't think we were getting these real time updates of Kim's wedding outfit. But as we're watching this Courtney one, I'm like, why are there like 20 different angles through telephoto lenses of every single person at this wedding? This is meant for public consumption. Like this was not like a, Oh, don't look at me. We want to be like George in a mall. No one right. can see Sean Penn and Madonna. The paparazzi are hanging from helicopters with cameras. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, this was, we are doing it in plain view. Everyone's going to know where we are. And there's going to be a 48 hour news blitz, not just on our Instagram, but in every single gossip website on the planet. And so that's one of the interesting things about the Dolce and Gabbana we're not going to say sponsorship because they didn't say sponsorship, but the whatever it was. The Dolce and Gabbana, like Met Gala of weddings. Second really crazy thing about Dolce and Gabbana is they are Italian. They use a lot of Catholic imagery in their, in their designs. It's a part of their design DNA. Italy is a majority Catholic country. The Vatican is located I mean, it's technically its own country, but it's landlocked by Italy. Like it, Italy and Catholicism are basically synonymous. 100%. So it makes sense when you're wearing a Dolce & Gabbana design, um, there might be some Catholic elements. The Kardashians are not Catholic. They are Protestant. They have their own church. It's called the California Community Church. And the main pastor that usually does their, I don't know who did this wedding, but the main pastor who usually does the Kardashians' weddings, his name is Brad. <laughs> now, you cannot get married in the Catholic Church by a guy named Brad. It it's is not allowed. hilarious. It is not the way. And you cannot have a Catholic wedding unless it's in a church and done by a priest whose name is going to be like Barnabas. You know what I mean? So, like... <laughs> Just to have all of these Catholic elements it is a little bit skirting the line of good taste because, right. you know, her first dress that I saw her in the black dress um, where she had the Blessed Mother floating sort of above her uterus. I loved yeah. that because I was like, I was like, this is one little element of Catholicism. We can all appreciate the Blessed Mother. Um, and I think, I mean, I tweeted like, she is sort of the virgin mother of this TV show because she's the only one besides Kendall who's never been married. And yet she started the trend of Kardashians having children. Like, oh, great call, Ma. Right. Like the show's bread and butter is children having children. And yet, like they were all in their late 20s before they started reproducing. This isn't the Duggars. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm sure they wanted to have children either way. But the fact is... Courtney having Mason, that storyline, the fights with Scott, the fact that it was out of wedlock, the fact that she literally pulled him out of herself on television, that really gave birth to the Kardashians as a matriarchal dynasty. It gave us something to hold on to besides the sex tape. It was really like, because before Instagram was a thing, before they became the top family of Instagram, they were the top family, like I said, of the supermarket tabloids. and. That was all about, oh, exclusive photos of this new baby, exclusive photos of this new baby, exclusive photos of Kim being pregnant. So like the babies really were what kept the machine going until they all kind of hit the A-list and started getting invited to Met Galas. So 
in that way, I think Courtney is the virgin mother of this family because this is her first marriage. She's 41 years old in the eyes of the Catholic church. Like you wouldn't have had, you know, if she, if she, if she was Mary 2000 years ago, they'd be like, wow, how'd you get pregnant? Like it must've been an <laughs> immaculate conception because she wasn't married, you know? She's like, actually so- it was the Lord Scott Disick. Ex- oh my God. Lord- it's even it's even more perfect than I thought. And I'm sorry. I know I'm ranting right now and I always yell at you no, for please ranting. No, please do. Please do. I'm pulling up the chart of the weddings and stuff, but I'm loving this. Everything you're saying is right the fuck on. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So so that was the second thing was the... So I saw... Yeah, I saw that little uh, picture of the Blessed Mother hovering above her uterus and I said, that's genius. I'm obsessed with it. Then I saw all the other stuff roll out and I was like, oh, they're all kind of doing this Catholic cosplay. And when you see that, you're like dude, come on. Like I'm having a Catholic wedding. Do you know how much fucking paperwork it is? Do you know how I had to go on a zoom meeting with like priests to talk about how to have a good marriage? Do you know the hoops you have to jump through? I have to go, I have to send someone to the church where I was baptized to get a new baptism certificate dated within six months of my wedding day. Like, do you know how much trouble it is to have a Catholic wedding? So, and the, you know, the saving grace of a catholic wedding is the aesthetic like i'm not even gonna pretend 100%, it's not. right you're doing this for the pictures like we've i mean we're doing it for our families <laughs> and for the pictures i'm on the record on this very podcast as saying the only religion whose aesthetic touches catholicism is islam you know you cannot touch the catholic aesthetic it's incredible i don't think it's fair to slap crosses and renaissance shit onto every surface at your wedding if you don't also have to do the incredibly annoying and tedious paperwork at the same time the kardashians a lot of them spent a lot of time in catholic school which is definitely a form of torture that means you're allowed to sort of i would say appropriate our culture totally but wait who went to catholic school all the older ones, they went to Catholic school. They went to like, um, yeah, you know, cause they went to private school and it just happened to be a Catholic school. Huh. That's interesting. So they're not Catholic, but they did go to Catholic school, which is torture. So I'm like, okay, fine. You can take our, our vibe for a day if you want. And Travis Barker is Catholic. So like, I get it. I'm not saying, but I'm it's interesting. I think because- what you're saying is like, this was, this was a Catholic theme wedding, but it wasn't a Catholic wedding actually. Exactly. Imagine if I had a Jewish themed wedding. Imagine right, if I, Molly right. Molshine, had a Jewish themed wedding. And I said, well, I grew up in New Jersey. Sarah's right, my right. friend. Like I am gonna, I don't even know what, what would a Jewish themed wedding be? You tell it me. It would just be like, it would just be like, um, black, like, like, uh, skirts that go to the ankle, um, sort of like shtetl vibes. Yeah. We would all wear Bathsheba yeah like or you'd right you'd all wear like you all wear yarmulkes you would wear tallis around your neck the men would everybody would be in like black cloaks and um yeah the men would have to grow their beards out i guess like how weird would that be like you would be like what <laughs> now we're describing like a hasidic wedding i mean tom brown borderline hasidic fashion sometimes and he's like a very high-end designer you know that's who Courtney well, that's Paris who would do the to. wedding it would be in jerusalem and tom brown would be the the host Right. And then like, just to to further drive the point home of how insane it is to base your wedding on not the religion itself, not become a member of the religion itself, but to base it on that aesthetic. Imagine if someone had a Mormon aesthetic themed wedding. Like imagine if everybody, 
just wore the magic underwear. That would be <laughs> Courtney's outfit. It would be the magic underwear with nothing over top of it. Do you ever do like meditations by Tara Brock? No, I'd only do Peloton meditations because I love to shred. Whoa! You heard it here first, yeah. Mom, love to shred. No, okay, so follow my follow me on Peloton at GTL Queen. What's GTL? Gym Tan Laundry. Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, Jersey Shore 2 starring Molly Molshine. But um mm-hmm. no, so there's this um a meditation teacher and uh, practitioner Tara Brock she's very famous she actually happened to go to Montclair High School shout out alum but I only found that out recently but the whole thing with Tara Brock that's really funny like if you google her she's very famous she's like the person to do meditation learning from she has Mormon hair what um, does that mean what do you it mean means, Mormon like, she hair? has like the like the poof in the front that's really really high and then like a long, I mean, I have a braid right now. It's more of just like a grease thing, but like a long braid to the side. And like it's sort of like a teased the front. I'll, I'll send you pictures. It's so funny. Yeah, it's just about. like this bizarre fashion choice, especially finding out that like she's from Montclair and like she's just like a hip, successful spiritual teacher. Why does she have more? Like she literally looks, she's she's doing Mormon cosplay. So that that's the thing. This whole wedding is Catholic cosplay, which is hilarious. So I, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm offended, even though I am looking a little sideways at it just because you, it's just a hilarious concept. But I will say it did help me crystallize my own wedding theme, which I oh. up, up till now had eluded me. It's just going to be a Kardashians themed wedding. No, it's going to be Irish Catholic Met Gala. Oh, my God. Yes. I am Irish Catholic, so I'm allowed to do that. My 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 things are like Renaissance, Baroque art, Romeo plus Juliet, the movie, the Baz Luhrmann film, yes. and Drew Barrymore Ever After. Those are my. Okay. Those are where we're pulling from. That's what I I'm sending everyone this. who asks. Yeah, everyone who asks me for a mood board now, I'm like, okay, so it's sort of like this aesthetic, but more pastel, more pastoral, more nature, more stuff like that. I'm actually. I'm not even going to say what I'm changing, but yeah. So it, it did help me crystallize my own theme because I was like, you know what? If a bunch of people who own a mega church in a strip mall can lean into the Catholic <laughs> imagery for their wedding, so can I. Everyone at my wedding is, has to sit through an hour long mass with funeral music, no <laughs> air conditioning, and no natural light. The windows are the size of this to to, right. to, to block out British soldiers' fire, you know? <laughs> like, if they're sitting through that, I can give them this sort of beautiful visual feast. And I, hope I that love I that. Irish Catholic Met Gala. Yes. The Gaelic Gala. Yeah. And like, I think guys can wear tweed. I don't know. Well, but anyway. Okay. Oh my God. I can't wait much- to discuss further. I fucking love this. Can I wear what Juliet wore to die? Can I just wear the schmock, the white schmock? You can't wear white to my wedding. Oh yeah. That's right. That's the one thing that you said I can't do. I could do it in black. It would be more sort of- Okay. I'll figure it out. I'm going to watch the movie. No. The- what if you just show up like super Jewish? Just dress like a rabbi. Imagine. I mean, <laughs> I-, I-, I was going to wear a space trash branded dress so i think that's a step up at the very least i know i think you can wear a schmata like end of juliet in pink maybe right it doesn't need to, i obviously know look like i said before a couple episodes ago i'm not a fool i've been to a few weddings i know that i shouldn't wear white but like you know that was basically just like pajamas that she was wearing to die with leo at the end so i yeah, be comfortable silk slip in that. Dress, yeah highly exactly encouraged. exactly yes. like a, a slip dress like a like a nap dress Yes, 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 definitely. Corsetry is yes. very, you know. Corset really good. is good for me, though, because even when I'm fat, I have a waist. 
that's really lucky. I mean, that is the ideal, really. Like, we all act like it's skinny. No, fat with a waist is the goal. No, but, I'm so yeah. grateful. That's like on my gratitude list every day. It's like, the what's the line from Baby Got Back? Gratitude for itty bitty waist, but her ass so fat. I think it's LA face with an Oakland booty. Oh, well, that too. But it's not, <laughs> I don't think, I don't relate to that as much. I definitely don't have an LA face. I definitely have more of like a, North Jersey face, Montclair face with a with a Newark booty, Montclair face with a um, Lancaster, Irvington. Pennsylvania booty, with a Lancaster, Pennsylvania, <laughs> bro. I do not think the Amish are repping as hard behind the scenes, if you know what I mean, as I am. I do not think I have an Amish ass, but that's um, true. They have no high fructose corn syrup to give them those curves. They're probably no. all emaciated, right? I I am I'm yeah North Jersey face with a. I'm sensitive now. Molly has a job. Don't spread that. It's bad for my street cred. Montclair face with an iron bound booty. Okay. And that's actually really good because my father's company is iron bound LLC. So that's really work. So you said that the, the Kardashians church was the California community church. Is it with K's K with the California community with a K church with a K? No, it's with C's. They really missed an opportunity for branding there. Well, or did they save themselves from being the KKK? They're skirting that boundary. All the time. All the the time, time, actually. Yeah. 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 Right. They would have to add, if anything, they would have to add another word, like the coolest California community church. And then it'll be KKKKKKKKK. Yeah. Let me tell you the third interesting part (laughs) about the Dolce & Gabbana partnership. Please. Dolce and Gabbana is very, very controversial because they've done a lot of racist, allegedly racist things. Um, they've sold earrings that were really controversial and considered racist. They were like a caricature of a black person on these earrings in a show no. where they didn't hire any black models. They had a big controversy about a commercial that played in in China, I can't remember exactly what it was. The the one guy, Stefano Gabbana, Stefano, I guess, Gabbana, he got in trouble for- Stefano Gabbana. Yeah, they, they got in trouble for saying that IVF families with gay parents are not natural and like not normal, oh but they God. did apologize. I know, they did apologize. And they're gay, they're both gay guys, but they did kind of apologize for that by um doing a, a big campaign where they starred- families with gay parents who had IVF kids. So they have atoned for that one at least. Um, But also interestingly, a few years ago, Stefano Gabbana wrote in an Instagram comment, um, the Kardashians are the most cheap family on the, in the world. And what did I say in the beginning that the dresses look cheap? He was actually, he was actually like mocking them with this whole look. Right. They will give us the press and we will make them look cheap. Like they always do. Maybe he meant cheap as a compliment. I don't know. And then the final controversy. Wait, pause. Give me a, give me an example where cheap would be a compliment. When you're from New Jersey. (laughs) Like us, Dolly Parton. She thinks cheap is a compliment. She loves looking cheap. Okay. Right. So cheap actually just means like accessible on the dance floor. Yeah, he didn't mean it as a compliment, but I'm just saying. Oh, no, we're making it work. We're making it work. No, as as I'm 
been watching these hours upon hours upon hours of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Now I'm really into like the cross exam of like the getting literal though. So it's like, no, you said it could be a good thing. What it would, what would make it a good thing, Molly? I like you said, you said, (laughs) you know what I mean? No. Tell me an example where cheap is a good thing. <laughs> and then my lawyer is like, you'll have the chance to redirect later. Your lawyers will have the chance to redirect later. They always say that. And it sounds so bitchy every time. And also, it's so funny that they call it redirect because it's like they can distract you from the truth later. Like, it sounds wrong that, that you're going to redirect the clients. I think it's been important for it to be televised. I don't think I was fully aware of the court system and like truly how it worked until watching this whole case. Like I've gotten a whole education in the legal, in the justice system. I think they should broadcast every case on television. See, I was going to ask you about that. I have mixed feelings, which is like either they broadcast every case on television or they broadcast zero cases on television. Because the other thing that I think is notable is that like when you broadcast it on television, a lot of what we're watching isn't what the jury's watching. Like we're all like Johnny laughed at this. Amber rolled her head at this. Whereas like I don't know if everyone in the courtroom is actually getting that same kind of like camera zoomed in on. Because like if you're there, you really are sworn to stay offline, I guess. I don't know how, can you, do you know how anybody can actually avoid, if you look at your phone and you're alive on planet earth, the first things that pop up, no matter what on everybody's phone are shit about the trial. How does any juror or defendant or witness or anything not see what's online? I know. I mean, I think with the lawyers and the witnesses, it's like, they can't, they're like sort of on the honor system, but like with the jurors, they really can't. And they, they must have some sort of measure in place to make sure that they don't. I mean, like, how could they not? Like literally if you just go on, if you, it would be hard to avoid it. Like when I look at my phone and I just look and if I scroll up without tuning in, it's like, oh, it just gives me like a couple of news briefs. And it's like, now I already know just without even looking today that she wasn't going to get cast in Aquaman again. Anyway, no chemistry. It's a headline. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, it it doesn't matter if the lawyers see it. It only matters. Yeah. If the jury does. So, I mean, the, they just the, take their, the people... they must just take their phones. Like they have to just take their phones, put them in a hotel and. and... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters, May 17th, Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They should be compensated. That would be like my one other thing. How can you take people out of work for this long? Cut them off from society. Oh, they do pay them? I thought it wasn't paid. 
No, they pay you, they have to pay jurors for their their time lost. But well, the thing I'm is, in. I think count me in. Somebody get me in for jury duty. I'm obsessed. Well, you have to already have like a job. Oh. <laughs> Base Trash Podcast <laughs> is my job. I'm you a podcast host like is my job. I think you have to be able to prove what time you're missing. And if you were, to, they'd be like, oh. oh, you could just do all your client calls at night or something. You know what I mean? Right. But listen, the thing about the jury selection is they only select people who already had never heard of this case going on. So think about who, who that is. That's sane. Like these people are all already preternaturally disconnected from current events. So right. like they have to be. They're just people who it's just not on their radar. They're not watching really the news. They're not looking at the news on their phone. They're just kind of like hanging out or they just only care about Ukraine and like things that are quote unquote more important. (laughs) I look forward to seeing the way that they deliberate. Well, you know, I mean, the people who are saying like, I'm not paying attention to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. I'm paying attention to the real news i'm like yeah domestic violence is real news like it's really important and it's really way more likely to affect you than russia at this moment in time like it's it's important like yeah the the endless pouring over every little detail is definitely twisted and not helpful but like to just be like oh this is completely irrelevant fluff is also really misguided because that's like the number one pillar of women is domestic violence like let's fucking pay you should pay a, at least a little bit of attention to what kind of case law is being established by this well, that's trial I'm, which we went into that, last week we can't talk well, about we're on a tangent, though. Yeah, we don't think into it we don't get into it but i do think that the whole thing i was in model un on debate team i did all the things to try to learn about how I mean, trust me, I'm a fighter. How many times have my parents said, you should be a lawyer. Like, I will go down for the cause, no matter who's actually guilty or not. Like, I will fucking fight. And this has been a true education in court. Like, I just didn't know so many things that now I'm, I'm because of the, like, flash and glam of who these people are, I'm, like, researching shit that, like, I feel like I'm like a law student. I'm like, wow, I like know about like the definition of a hearsay and like when something is is and is not admissible. And it's just like only because it's Johnny and Amber am I even remotely interested. But boy, did I get an education? Well, you just proved my whole point, which I know you agree with, which is that this is why celebrity culture is important because it's the yes. conduit through which we make decisions about ourselves and our surroundings. Yes. It's the fact that like, this is our cultural touch point is who these people are. So yes. it helps us to learn things that we honestly, even if I read a book explaining every little nuance of the trial system, I would be too bored and I wouldn't pay attention. So right, it's like, it wouldn't this stick. Is, this is actually, this actually makes education sticky. Exactly. So the last thing I want to say that Dolce and Gabbana did controversial is they, and there, I'm sure there's more, but these are just things I can remember. Gabbana again said, Selena Gomez was really ugly in an Instagram comment. Wait, he straight what? up left in it. I know it's insane. You're like, it's, is he on Ambien and staying awake or something? Like the, the <laughs> comments that he leaves on Instagram. He left a comment on Instagram that said, I'm sorry, this girl is just ugly, ugly, ugly. Wait, 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 wait. First of all, I cannot believe you did not send this to me. Second of all- It was years ago. It was years ago. Okay, so years ago, Gabbana of Dolce and Gabbana, two gay guys, is that what you're telling me? Yes. Commented randomly on a Selena Gomez post and said, you're ugly. Someone else's post of Selena Gomez- 
said she's just ugly she's just really ugly kind of thing oh well this is like reminding me of like the big hubbub around jordan peterson like having a comment about the like the chubby the chubby sports illustrated model it's like why do all of these like it's like on the one hand bro you look like Gollum. (laughs) right like you wish you could fuck this si model bro and and then also to be like pretending concern trolling like as if his real issue is that she's not healthy you went to a russian rehab to get induced into a coma to kick your xanax habit and you're on an all-meat diet and you're gonna pretend that you care about anyone's health this is jordan peterson we're talking about by the way not stefano gabbana but no stefano gabbana just thinks selena ugly 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 but Jordan went out of his way to just say, I don't know why we have these fat models on SI. She's not beautiful. I don't care what anyone says. You're not going to fucking, what did he say? He said something like, so like, it's like, you're not going to like, oh, you're going to force me to think she's hot or something. And it's like, like, you're not going to like democratic. It was like something about the like establishment. It was like, you're not going to PC democracy me into thinking this fat girl's pretty or whatever. And it was like, dude, why? What? And he's like, because of health. And it's like, Jordy. You're not worried about that girl. Oh my God, you're like frozen. Are you, th- are you there? Okay, yeah, I'm back now. Okay, one last thing. Um, and then you can totally deep dive into the astrology. I rewatched the Kim and Kanye wedding arc on Keeping Up with the Kardashians season nine. And wow. Yeah, in light of this. And it was just so nice to rewatch. It's so, it makes you so sad again that they didn't work out. But also, um, It's so funny because at the time, Kanye was very anti being on the show, which he's obviously come around a little bit. He was on last week's episode, actually, and he's not even in the family anymore, but he was very anti being on the show. So they had this like fig leaf of pretending it was all just personal footage. So what you end up with is an hour long cell phone footage and nobody's mic'd up. So the sound is just absolute dog shit it's the funniest thing ever and you're like you still got an entire hour of footage and every single detail you could have possibly wanted just no one has mics on it's the dumb it's it's so funny okay so i hear what you're saying it wasn't sponsored by dolce and gabbana but this wedding was hosted it was a wedding gala for a catholic guy and his bride and their famous family why would uh formerly borderline racist dolce and gabbana want to not sponsor host this type of an affair i think it's sort of like interesting because in doing so because every single offspring of any of the kardashians is biracial i I wonder if in their mind they get to sort of wipe the slate clean in terms like no we're not racist look at all the black people at the wedding you know what i mean or like look at all Mm. the look at all the biracial kids that we've dressed for although i don't think the kids were dressed but it's like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that yes. part of for them, what might have been the appeal, which is like, oh, they've done the dirty work of like integrating the integrating the cultures. Like, now we just have to support them. And Travis is Catholic, y'all. I honestly don't even think they thought that deeply about it. I think they just thought we have been having some bad PR for a while. Uh, the Kardashians, if if they thought about it whatsoever in terms of PR beyond these are really rich famous people so there will be a lot of social media impressions the only thing they would have thought of is and they don't care about negative press and being problematic so like because the one of the things that Dolce and Gabbana has been accused of is cultural appropriation like they the designs that they've put down the runway that feature elements that are taken from 
like black culture or African culture and not having that type of representation on the runway, like the Kardashians also get accused of doing that every time they wear the white members of the family wear braids, you know? So if anything, if they even thought about it that critically, it would be to say, oh, you guys are kindred with us because Because you're also, you're also blindly racist. Right. We're, we're, you're also above that type of divisive thinking. Like that's what they would, you know what I mean? Like they would be like, right. oh, you understand borrowing from other cultures and blah, 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 blah. Cause so, you're that big. Cause you're so right. big that you're like above the culture. You're above the people on earth. We're the trendsetters of earth. Right. And I don't think Dolce and Gabbana even were thinking in terms of we're appropriating Catholic imagery because again, they're Catholic and because mm-hmm. To them at this point, it's just, it's their imagery. Like they've been using it for so long. Um, it's like Madonna, you know, Madonna, part of her whole shtick in the early nineties was subverting Catholic imagery, which of oh. course is different because she's Catholic. She grew up with it. She, you know, and them doing that Louise as well. Louise Ciccone or what's her last name? Louise. Ciccone. Yeah. Ciccone. Like, so for she's them, Italian. for the, yeah, for the designers, it makes sense too. Like, yes, this is your visual vernacular that you grew up with you are completely free to subvert it and change it and do and be irreverent with it however you want but then when you take it to the to the point of like someone having a mock catholic wedding not affiliated with the church whatsoever it's like all right sure but it's not the same thing as actual catholic people playing with the images you know well it's funny too that i keep reading the headlines that are like on Courtney's veil, which was extravagant and beautiful, but it's like on Courtney's mm. veil. I, I think it's really funny that they're like, she's actually, um, what is the language they're using? It's like, she's, she's paying homage to one of Travis's tattoos. And it's like, no, she's not right. paying homage to one of Travis's tattoos. They're both using Mary iconography. Right. Can you imagine if Travis had a tattoo of like Moses in the reeds and she had a veil with Moses and in the reeds and they were like, oh, this is just a really cool drawing that Travis has on his body. It's like, no, this exactly is, uh, right. believe it or not, predates Blink-182. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like that's like a very good sort of... um not indication but it's like it's like the path to appropriation is like we're we're witnessing the steps that are taken where it's like okay well one person puts an image on their body they make it about them then everybody beyond them is like is this about travis's tattoo it's like right oh well okay like and and it's like almost like no one's to blame although the kardashians are like old enough that they should know better but it's like there is a sort of like there's just an interesting progression of the like uh, of the appropriation train i think that we see where it's like oh no i wasn't appropriating from the catholics my husband has mary on his bald head and it's like oh right. uh where do you think also, he got it from kiddo i know he's just like oh i really like this painting that i saw by leonardo <laughs> da vinci that was hanging in this uh <laughs> museum one time this dude yeah. Leo. also you know what now that we're talking about it i do think again not that Dolce and Gabbana were thinking, oh, this is a more diverse family, so this will absolve us of our sins, to use yet more Catholic terminology. I don't think they were thinking that, but I think maybe they were thinking, look, why can't everyone settle down about the Blackamore earrings? Like, we're subverting Catholic imagery just the way we subvert 
black imagery you know what i mean like i think that maybe is something that they thought of like well if we can set that if we can put catholic Right. They're like, if we can put Catholic imagery on an Armenian Orthodox family, why can't everyone settle down about the stuff that we take that isn't ours? If we're willing to give, and it's like, yeah, because you're giving something that Catholics own away that is different than saying we're a multi-billion dollar brand and we're going to culturally appropriate. All right, let's we're coming back in. We had a really long detour about uh like, you know, sexual abuse and we decided there is no community in the world that does more than the others. Everybody is fucked, no pun intended. <laughs> so let's talk about fashion again or astrology. Okay, so a few Who's thoughts. Up? Number 1, for Jewish theme, all the men wearing shoes on their knees. Why like would that be a Jewish? Cuz they're just like I feel like Jews in general are like kind of short, like everybody wears a bald cap. I don't think Jewish people are that. You have such a funny funhouse mirror image of like, <laughs> like you're always bringing up Weinstein and Epstein. And I'm like, that's not, I just associate them with being successful guys in Hollywood. Like it no, has nothing, I feel like you know, they're the, they're the rapey Jews. <laughs> and like, but if those rapey priests weren't Catholic, they would have been rapey somewhere else. They you know what I mean? They would have been rapey like, Hollywood executives. I do think that like, this is where, the Kardashians have an interesting habit of like without the men in their lives, whatever scumbags or difficult characters they've brought into the fold. It's like, like until this moment in her life, Courtney wasn't invited to the Met Gala. Courtney wasn't going to have a sponsorable wedding, whatever you want to say about the men that they bring into the fold or the relationships that they have with men. There is also an element of, I don't know if I would say like marrying up, but it's like there's something about the power in the unions that they officially form that does raise their profile. Yeah, and it goes the other way as well. I mean, Travis Barker has been pretty much behind the scenes for years being more of a producer, not so much of a front. I mean, he was never a front man. He was a drummer, but like he, you know, he's been a behind the scenes kind of guy and he seems to be embracing this new fame, this second wave of fame wholeheartedly. And his kids are on camera. His kids are being allowed to post as much as they want of the wedding and the ancillary events on social media. It seems like the Barker fam is like probably more stoked about this than the Kardashians because, you know, yeah, this is, this is lifting Courtney's profile, but the rest of them, you know, could take or leave any fringe benefit that having him in the family might bring. They were the rest of them were already at the Met Gala besides Chloe. So, you right. know, I would say he's marrying up if anything. Well, they're both like raising each other's profiles in different ways, which I think is nice. I mean, sort of interesting. And that there's benefits to both. I think though that like I didn't, I don't know, like I I didn't like the looks that much. Like I liked this the iconography that Courtney was using but like I don't think Kim looked I thought Kim looked sloppy I thought I think you're so right that Chloe is literally just trying to wear whatever Kim is wearing like it is there is like a weird just copycat thing happening that I don't know if they're pretend I could see it being the kind of thing that was like okay now Courtney's the focal point so like the the Jenner girls are both gonna wear florals and then we're like I could see where aesthetically they're trying okay you be blonde too so it's not just one blonde like I could see where it it they're they're arguing for like this is not me copying Kim we're trying to aesthetically as a family be balanced or whatever but yeah I just feel like like Chloe who actually is the only one who 
has really been like working maybe not that's not true not the only one but chloe has been working so hard on her image and on her body and on how she comes across it is just like i don't know i just think it's a bummer that she's still just like so little sister at the end of the day um and just like yeah, not being him. you know I like know. and i didn't think either of them looked like i I don't know. My biggest takeaway looking at this whole thing was like, damn, I wish Kanye was there to style them, even if it was all Dolce. Like, I miss Kanye dressing them. I I really like the big swings, I have to say. I really liked what Kim was wearing. I actually thought it was incredible. It was really vintage Kim. I like a tackiness, not not necessarily as tacky as, you know, I think Courtney's wedding dress, if she had had a sheer skirt, all the way to the ground, it would have been perfect. You know, it was just yes. like the exposed legs was so weird. And, and the thing that really this threw into sharp contrast for me is she does not understand this rock aesthetic that she's been sort of playing at since she started dating him because he looks awesome every time he 100%. eats her up every time. And like, yeah. she's just kind of like, like she's she's sort of trying to go like a Pam Anderson Tommy Lee thing but it's like you're not a pinup you're not that's not really who you are you're really good at do, doing like cool girl style you're not so good at doing this over the top sort of like tacky rock chick thing that can be I mean Megan Fox is pulling that off perfectly you know like she's doing she's like our new incarnation of Pam in the Tommy era so 100% and Courtney is just like, oh, yeah, I'll just take what I was going to wear, but add a few tacky accessories and show more skin. And it's like, no, that's not what this lexicon is. That is not the that's that's not what, Travis not what style is. is. Right. Yeah, totally. Well, and OK, so the other thing and, and we, it, we'll try to get to it and hopefully we have enough. I'll text you after my client either way. But. OK, so we texted about it briefly. I do feel like the whole PDA thing is over the top and I'm not a prude. I'm not a prude. I love making out. I love a little sex. I love it all. To the point where the kids have to beg them to stop like showing tongue at the, I don't know. It's just, I feel really weird. I, I like them as a couple. I'm so glad Courtney found love. I love that everyone's down with the love. I hate, I'm at the point where at first it was kind of like cute and sexy. Now I'm at the, I hate the PDA. Yeah. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. Yeah. It's full on horrific. Like it's, it's okay. I know you don't watch the, you haven't watched the show as much in the last few years. Something that happened is Courtney started going to therapy and it completely changed her personality. Hilarious. Not the point of therapy, but she learned the word boundary and she says it in a really annoying way. Boundary. (laughs) I'm setting a boundary. This is a boundary that's really important to me. So it's really, that's been her, you know, refrain for the past few seasons. I'm trying to make boundary. boundary happen. And I'm setting a boundary so I can be a mom. And now all of a sudden has a boyfriend. No one else gets to have boundaries. Like my boundary is don't grope my sister in front of me. And like, don't allow the kids to grope you in front of me. Well, and the kids trying to say like, please stop doing this. Like, like Courtney, don't go to therapy and make boundaries your thing. If you're not going to respect your children's boundaries. 
Exactly. It's like this has been, if you had seen this past couple of years, this was her thing. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And now it's just like, no, if you see us Frenching at the dinner table, you should be happy for us. Uh, no. No, it's- for your kids to have to comment on like no French kissing is the rule, you should 100% put your tail between your legs in shame. You've officially been inappropriate. Kids don't have a problem with parents' displays of affection. They do have a problem with pornographic, grotesque, in-their-face, 24-7 tongue. Right. Any kid, if if the parents are holding hands, is going to be like, ew, and that's just funny and cute. But to be like, can you please stop doing this specific act is over the, right. it, it's disgusting. They shouldn't even be able to tell what French kissing is. You have to right. go for your client. Okay. My client Everyone... is calling, but I'll text you just in case after, but everybody follow us on everything and come to the manual. What's the manual on Monday? What sign? Gemini. Oh God. Socio. Okay. Wait, I'm going to text you after okay. either way. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you all. Bye. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.